Hello and welcome back to another episode of the KaiCast. With me today, we have Lorcan. Yes. Brad. Brad. And Kong, aka. Keenan, aka Kong. And on today's He's episode, got a name. <laughs> we speak about uh, DJing. We speak about how COVID impacted the events industry. Uh, we talked about some of the problems with the events industry in Cape Town and how we can solve them and take it to a new level. And me. There yeah. we go. Bang on. It's a great episode. You should definitely keep Thank listening. Enjoy. Follow, like, subscribe. You know the drill. Enjoy. Thank you very much. Enjoy He's a episode. DJ, by the way. Yeah. We didn't say that. <laughs> I feel like it could have been implied. Like, I feel like the details. First, we'll start. How are you, Keenan? I am. I'm good. I'm nice. well. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to it's be here. here. Thank you for yeah. coming. Thank you this for is a safe me. space. Thank if you're not yeah. feeling that good, you're also welcome to talk you about it. You can say that. Because oh, emotions are real. But I'll, if you are good, wonderful. I'll just drink the pain away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing that I, I did want to ask you straight off the bat is um, about subculture. Okay. Because yes. for, for at the be, I think beginning of the year, it was like, it was a thing, but I didn't really yeah, understand yeah. what was going on. Yeah, yeah. Which is subculture popping up everywhere. Yeah. So what is subculture? <laughs> I mean, I think initially, you know, we also kind of went into it blind. Like it was, it was a combination of sort of uh, myself uh, coming from an event and a DJ sort of uh, space and background. And then Glass coming from Vehement Youth where they used to do uh, sort of like fashion photography for events and things like that. And then he jumped into the, uh, the marketing space. So the idea was sort of, you know, we'll, we'll get these groups together, these marketing groups and sort of... Um, like I'll set up the events and he pushes them and then eventually subcultures started promoting for other events and stuff like that as well. So now that essentially like subculture is like um yeah, outside of the events, it's 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 a marketing, it's a marketing um oh, company. Okay. Yeah. That's sick. So it just organically grew into it, it it really did. Like I mean, we we sat down just after COVID and we were like, um, you know, how instead of instead of a starting up a brand that's going to now compete with everyone how do we how do we jump in and sort of you know aid and 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 get everyone back to a point where you know the scene is like you know fully functional again recuperating so, what yeah, the scene was yeah, before yeah. exactly kind of shit. exactly and then i mean also just like instead of competing with everyone like being involved yeah, with yeah, everyone yeah. That, is, that is true so, <laughs> that is, there you go. That, that's one thing i love about podcasts is you can have a wide variety of guests on but it, there always seems to be everyone seems to be operating under similar guises like yeah, yeah. we need more togetherness we need more collaboration yeah. we need more integration as opposed to like oh i like that person's idea i'm gonna go and try and do it better yeah and sort of like steal the spotlight or steal their audience like just combine if you exactly. combine you grow it's it just feels like there's a lot of like pride in the creative industry at the moment oh, like oh. but the, the, yeah on on oh. on two sides on the one <laughs> hand there's like too much like ego and individual pride mm -hmm. but a lot of the like overwhelmingly more of the conversations we've been having recently i feel have been more like no like we actually all back like what's happening in the cape yeah. town creative scene and Everyone's just a bit like, listen, why isn't everyone else not wised up to how like cool the shit that's happening yeah. down here is? Mm. And I think that's what I've loved about doing the podcast. And yeah. it's, you know, it's still in its early days, but like we've got to talk with and like 
let people who are doing really cool shit explain more about mm. what they're doing because and why they're doing yeah, it. Yeah, like yeah. we I've also like seen stuff from subculture, but you know, you don't really understand like how it came into being. Yeah. And I think that's so important and the kind of yeah, it's the storytelling that's missing and that's what makes people really want to engage. Yeah. I mean we kinda we, we we kinda realized that down the line as well that like we never really gave anyone context. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah for those just, who don't know, I, like, I think we were doing like three, four events a month, maybe in the beginning, and that—that's a lot. That is a lot. Like, that's almost that is, an event a week. And we realized very quickly as well that that's a what, bit too really, much. Like, yeah, <laughs> we were—we were just, we were just. What like, really caught my eye was that uh, subculture Tuesday ish. Oh man. Ish. Subculture It Tuesdays. ruins a lot of weeks. Brad, Brad has definitely <laughs> seen me on a couple lie. Wednesdays after, after that. You, you play it off remarkably well. You come into work and you're like, yeah, no, I was out last night. I'm like, no, there, was one, there was one, I don't know if we're allowed it, to share the story. It takes practice, really. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about we'll it talk about that later. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, as we get further down, as we get further down, as we get further down, maybe we can maybe share on that. Um, Another thing yeah, I wanted yeah. to touch on is, so what I realized with, with DJs, like, yeah, yeah. so you go and you watch this DJ play and you see them like behind the stage and like you really, mm. you form some, some sort of like connection with, with this DJ. Like, right? you, like you lock eyes kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that little second of eye contact. <laughs> no, what you mean? Like, like there's some DJs you like, some DJs you don't. Okay. Right. But then it's a different story when you actually get, to meet them and get to know them yeah on like a personal level it it, it removes that and i think you've yeah. sort of like you've described it perfectly there it removes that kind of like barrier of like yeah. the dj's up there playing and you're down here because you need to respect that barrier because they're the one who's up there playing and you're the one who's down here but yeah. then meeting them on a personal level adds just like so many more layers to who they are as a person and kind of like helps you is sort of enjoy what they do more yeah. in a sense so yeah, exactly. But what I wanted to ask was DJing in in clubs mm -hmm. versus let's say festivals. Yeah. Number one, which one do you prefer? And when does it start feeling like a job than actually something that you okay. like um, enjoy? Like which, which which yeah, which feels more jobby? Like DJing in clubs or DJing at a festival? Which yeah. feels more um, I mean, I think just because of the, the, the frequency of it, like, I mean, how frequently we play in clubs, you know, that sort of feels like, I mean, especially in the winter months, I mean, we, we in and out of clubs, I'm in a club maybe like two, three times a week at least. Mm. So yeah, after like the second or third gig in the week, then, you know, you, you, you drained mentally, you, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to give it everything. And I mean, I think that's also like something I for myself need to acknowledge like, um, playing as much as I do, like the, um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to say the passion is lost, but, but like, like I say, mentally it's, it's taxing. It's draining. Yeah, it comes you, more routine it. almost. Yeah, exactly. 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 And I mean, I try to do something different with every set uh, because I mean, I know I play a lot and I know you, I mean, it's not that good to do, but with every set, I'll try and plan something different. I'll try and play different. I'll try and uh, fit it to the room, mm. to the environment. So back to that, um, do I prefer the club or the festival space? Um, it's a tough one to answer because ah, it's, 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 it's made up of the crowd, the atmosphere, yeah. the environment. The, so like, I mean, for me, to be quite honest, like I love a small room. I love a, mm. like a small room, just a nice little compact, intimate, just ah, warm, mm. you know? 
Um, but then, I mean, if festivals, the crowd is always amazing. The crowd is always hype. They're there to jaw. And that in itself is like, my God. Yeah. You know? Everyone's come for like, the yeah, same yeah, exactly, reason. Exactly. Like, you've paid a lot of money. Yeah. You've traveled. You've done all this. Yeah. You've done your outfit. And so you're there to party. Yeah, exactly. One thing I wanted to ask, yeah. um, and I want to hear your uh, story from sort of club and from Festival War is like, I don't want to say your worst experience because that can, that can, lead, that can be so many different sort of like variables, yeah, yeah, but yeah. what's your, to keep it specific and we can move on to different areas, but what's your worst sort of like crowd interaction, DJing at a club and DJing at a festival, like someone like drunkly comes up and requests a song and spills a beer on your decks or something yeah. like that. What's your sort of oh, like- Oh, my new favorite thing now is people passing me vapes. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be cigarettes and tequila, yeah. which are greatly appreciated, but now- it's vapes. Here's my ass pops. <laughs> Which flavor? Which flavor? Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, no, they make one piece. No, try this one because. Opens their jacket. <laughs> you want to some vapes? Um, ah, oh, dude. Okay, so like, I mean, now, whatever. I've been doing this for what? Like, maybe about uh, between eight to 10 years. Jeez. Okay. Um, I don't know. I can't, like, I can't necessarily put my finger on a worst experience. Yeah. Uh, worst uh, experience what, like, a, like a bad experience. A bad experience. Doesn't have to be the a worst. funny story. Uh, yeah, a funny a story. Funny a funny story. story. Oh, God. Okay. So, I mean, as you know, sometimes these, uh, uh, these festivals result in a sleepless night. Yeah. yeah. You know? Because we, we love to dance all the way through. Exactly. Yeah. Got to enjoy dancing, every last right? second. You know? Yeah, there's music on till the morning. Yeah, for a you might exactly. as well enjoy it. I mean, I won't mention the festival because I do frequent there and I've, I've played there quite a bit now. But um, it was the Friday and the Saturday and I must say, well, I think it was like sunrise or eight o'clock on the Sunday morning. And uh, Marcelia has decided I'm going to, you know, push it through from the Friday. All, All the, the way, way through to the Sunday. Sunday. Oh, I think I think I know. I think you know. Oh. I think you know. Yeah. I think you yeah, know. I think I know. <laughs> 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 I thought so. Yeah. <laughs> and dude, um, I for the last couple of hours just before the set, I thought, you know, let, let me go lay down in the car, let me go chill, let me shut some get some shut eye or whatever. Um, obviously the music's on all around you. I'm sitting there in this car. The like, car is hot as hell. I'm sweating and I'm starting to get into my own head. I'm like, uh, this set is going to suck. Yeah. And like at the minute you, you get into your own head and the minute you, it's, it's so hard to bounce back from that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, got up on stage, sun's down, fucking shining. I am sweating and not feeling healthy. Um, there's about like maybe 10 or 12 people on the floor all huddled in this little bit of shade. I can't see the CDJs and just be like, the sun. it's just, it was just one thing after the other. And I, I just had a mare of a set, dude. I think I got off and I literally just ran back to the car and hit and I was like, take me home, take me home, take me home. Oh, um, and I mean, like when you, dude, like we love this shit. Like we mm. do this like daily. And um, so a, a moment like that, even though it wasn't like a, a big fuck up in front of like hundreds of people, like, I mean, I didn't do my job. Yeah, I didn't personally, that mind. was the one where you That felt, for me, yeah. that's sad. And like, I mean, it was my own stupidity. It was my own decklessness that got me there. like, I mean, I couldn't do the best that I could do. And you when live. that happens, you dude, for life. me, it stays. I go and I earn it and I sulk about it and... All my friends will fucking <laughs> cut me out about it, and my girlfriend especially, because she knows. Like for the next couple of days, I'm sitting there at home. And I'm like, fucking idiot. I know so, that one. Um, I know yeah, that 
Yeah. Gotta be tough on yourself to keep yourself disciplined. Well, yeah, to yeah, yeah. So what do you do when you go home and like play games? What do you do in your spare time? Yeah, what yeah. Do you, yeah as a DJ, I, what do you do in your spare time? I am uh I'm I don't know. I got I, I, I struggle to focus sometimes. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, yeah, do, I'll, I'll come yeah. home, I'll pop on FIFA. I mean, I don't know. You guys are, what, well, you guys want green? You guys are Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Constitutional rights. Yeah, we are. I mean, I'll, maybe. I'll come home, flat up a splurf. I'll play all of three minutes of a game of fucking FIFA and then start scrolling through Netflix or something. If not that, then I'm, I'm sitting and I'm listening to music for, for a good couple of hours. No, everything except the genres I most commonly play. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I I listen to a Remove lot of hip hop from like weird classical uh, contemporary style shit. Whatever actually pops up. Do you do you make music? Um, I do, I do, I do. Can we find this music or is it, is it private? You see, I you also make music, not do I make good music? I mean, uh, I, just I, make <laughs> I do. I make doof daft thingies. <laughs> Like I mean, I've been I've been I've been writing for a while. I started sound engineering and stuff like that. So I think since um since then it's always been like an on and off thing. Um, I really do wanna wanna get serious about it and start focusing on it a lot more. Um, because I mean I think yeah yeah you can DJ till you blue in the first few, but until you actually release something of your own, you know, yeah. like I think you'll hit like a cap. You can only go yeah. So you far. can only DJ so many songs. Yeah, exactly. So inevitably, um, yeah, it is it is something that uh. Is on the cards. It's, it's on the cards, yeah. Yeah. Did you, where did you study sound engineering? So I started at City Varsity. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I stopped, I might give away my age, but back when they were still on Clove Street, that's where we started, done a year there, and then they moved to Duland, and uh, that's where I finished off. And I mean, this is, so my back background, background actually yeah. has nothing to do with back, media, um, <laughs> is in also like in the event space, but yeah. basically in live sound. Like I okay. started doing it in like primary school. Yeah, yeah, like on a very basic yeah, level, no, but no. then like really loved it. But like and for then assembly my high or school, Yeah, like that kind of shit. <laughs> uh, but like we did the plays, we did, yeah. So started like, doing that. And then in my high school, like, I went to Westerford and yeah. you never they never hired anyone, yeah, any yeah. like external guys. Yeah, yeah. So there was a sound team, there was a lighting team, there was like a film crew, there was a photography, like oh, all bad. students, but and they give you good budget, but yeah. you must then deliver on like a professional level. Yeah, yeah. Is the expectation. That's and wild, so a lot actually. of us, like a lot of the senior guys would also work like on weekends mm. or occasionally, oh, like yeah. as like roadies, like nothing yeah, yeah. hectic. But you would know. this then like be seen as like an extra mutual activity with this kind of as like a it, yeah it was like it was one of the like clubs and societies at the okay, school okay. and everyone was encouraged okay. but we like took a lot of pride in operating on on quite a high level mm. and you know i was considering whether i wanted to go study sound engineering yeah, and then yeah. you know whether it would be worthwhile it then obviously con decided that it, it wasn't worth yeah. studying um mostly i think for me just because like i knew the first year or year and a half mm. would just be stuff that i knew how to yeah, do exactly. and yes interest. there would be value in it yeah. but would i last that year and a half but did you get into sound engineering from djing or how did that like um, relationship work? did one feed into the other did they go there i mean way? i think yeah like they they they, they did ugh, the interest was always there for, for for sound i think so um DJing, yeah, that I started in high school, I suppose. Um, I mean, not not too seriously, obviously. I think it more sort of popped off a couple of years after high school. 
Um, but yeah, I took that, took that holy gap year, you know, mm-hmm. that one to decide mm-hmm. what it is mm-hmm. and where I'm going with my life and all of that. Find yourself. Um, yeah. So, I mean, like I, I got into sound engineering thinking I'm going to be learning music production mainly, sitting, making beats all day. Mm. That was, that was my idea. That was the, that was what, what you were was. thinking. And like, I mean, when I sat there with my class, I realized I was like, all of y'all here for the same like reason. <laughs> None of us really thought we were going to jump into post or live or do anything like that. So, um. Yeah, actually, we were sitting there during orientation and our, our lecturer said to us, like, straight off the bat, like, look here, if you're here to make beats, there's the door. <laughs> I was like, fuck. Oh, <laughs> shit. I was wrong I was like, yeah, how do I explain this to my parents now? Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I stuck it up. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, music music was the, the driving force behind that decision. Okay. So, uh, and now, like, you mentioned you do that now. Yeah, I, 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 I do. And what are you doing? More recording engineering? More um, live? Yeah, like I mean, uh, um, like I mean, I was freelancing, jumping around, doing uh, post and foley work for a bunch of studios, and I uh, settled at a place now where we do like a lot of dubbing work. Okay. Um, so yeah, like it's, it's, I mean, it's 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 pretty simple. It's pretty sort of repetitive work, but like I mean, hey, it's something pays consistent. It's, mm. it, it pays. It's close to home. It's fun. It's 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 Alleged. hardly stressful. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, especially now trying to balance. Like, I mean, I'd love to jump back into post, but like as a career, it's insanely time consuming and you, mm-hmm. you can't really plan much because like, I mean, you, you are now the client schedule and things like that. Mm-hmm. So if they need you to jump at 10 o'clock at the, that night, you, you got to jump. But yeah, like, I mean, if I have a gig, yeah, I, could, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, hey, I did sleep. It was that one time. <laughs> Wasn't that the one time. <laughs> there were more times. On, on that sort of yeah. like ex- expanding you sort of what you're doing and keeping your options open and, and sort of like, walking down many avenues what are some of your sort of like short-term and even long-term goals as short-term a and long-term goals sound person as a sound person or apart from making music of course. yeah um well for now to be quite honest there isn't a a specific destination you know mm. we're kind of just uh going with the flow at the moment but now we, we've sort of learned how to um we <laughs> uh, yeah like uh, i think i'm like i'm i'm conducting it a bit better there's this direction not necessarily a destination it's not the worst thing in the world to sort of just keep it very open-minded mm. and sort of work towards something yeah in a general sense as opposed to like this is what i have to become and this mm. is what i have to accomplish because you're setting yourself up for you're setting, yeah you're setting yourself up for potential treacherous failure. road shall we say yeah. not necessarily just failure but sticking to one goal or sticking to one direction can yeah. be, uh, yeah, as I said, quite treacherous because you never know until you do know. And for the most part, you never will know that <laughs> if thing. that makes any sense. Exactly. Yeah. As, as someone who's been in the events industry, I mean, as a DJ, but also from an events mm. perspective, obviously, you know, the events industry was decimated by mm-hmm. COVID and got no support. Yeah. How, how do you think it's changed um, since kind of pre COVID to, post COVID, although it's still ticking around apparently. Yeah. Um, you know, how how do you think it's changed and do you think overall it's changed for the better or for the worse? Um Ooh. <laughs> Okay. Well the ball is definitely rolling again. Mm. You know. Thank like God I mean Lord for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean like events are popping off um just there's so many. It's actually insane. I mean, a lot more brands have sort of popped up after COVID. Um, like, I mean, we weren't supposed to, but you know, the little, 
the little house parties, yeah. 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 The little private, yeah, I, socially I mean, distanced. I think trips. I think those 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 little get-togethers and things like that. Um, I think it was kind of great because now we've we've seen a lot more brands pop up. There are a lot more little groups of people throwing their own events. Um, you know, bringing forward new sounds, things that they are interested in, which is cool. Like, I mean, it's expansion, essentially. Mm. Like, I mean, um, you know, the scene is not just this anymore. Now it's now you've got a, a bunch of different, and obviously we skipped a couple of years. So now we've got these, the, the kids that were what, 16, 17. Mm. Now yeah. they up and out. Mm. And dude, the amount of DJs that there are now. Yeah. Right? So, mm. <laughs> every, you know. every Tom, Dick and Harry's DJ. Yeah. Man. But then also like, I mean, producers, bedroom producers, they, they sat during COVID. The people learned to write music during COVID. Mm. So, um, as, I mean, as detrimental as it was for the scene, um, I think, yeah, this, this little boom, this little explosion, um, has happened because of it as well. So like positives and negatives. Yeah. I, I think, it, I think, a, I think a good sort of thing that came with COVID was, and this is sort of applied to many industries, but with the events industry yeah. in particular, making it impossible, made it possible for a lot more people, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Like having that full shutdown, like there can be no events, no one is doing anything. Yeah. And those are already working in events had the time to sort of think about how they were going about it. And then the people that weren't yet in it, but maybe had like a bit of an interest, but had the time to be like, okay, this is how I could go about it. And then also sort of realizing, oh, it's actually like, it, I don't, I, I don't want to downplay ho organizing and hosting an event yeah, yeah. because it is a very, very difficult thing. There's a lot of variables and tangibles that you have to manage, Yeah, but it isn't impossible. And it, it isn't like a, you have to be a certain someone or a certain something to host an event. You can just yeah. host an event. It might be shit. <laughs> it, <laughs> it might be shit, but you, you like, you can do that. Yeah. And, and that applies to everything like photography, um, music. Uh, I've gone completely blank, but it applies to multiple industries. Not yeah, just, no, of course. not just events. Um, what, what were some of the sort of like lessons that you learned during the big lockdown? Like, it's like adjustments, it could be personal, it could be professional, it could be just like... Oh man, so much. Like, I mean, I don't know when last before that you were able to just sit at home without responsibilities, having to mm. look at your phone, having mm. to... You know, you could you could you could just be there. Yeah, 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 that was a big one for me. I didn't feel like I was missing out on anything. Exactly. That that was also great. Like I didn't need to be anywhere. You yeah. didn't need to you you yeah. were you were there. You I literally just... did not I, the first for three months, the furthest I walked were the shops down the road from where we were living, which was like a three minute walk. That's yeah, a, yeah. for three months, that's the furthest. But, but we were also only allowed out during for like a for like a small yeah. like increment though, yeah. like yeah. during the day. Like that's we what, that, doing... I, like I, I was doing this recently. I was reading back on some of the like because I saw an crazy. Instagram post or like a tweet where with some of the like regulations we had in place, and I was looking at them like Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? It was ridiculous. Like we had what? There was the uh, like a uh, uh, old people shopping time. Yeah, there was like a, where, I mean, where that they, was they could only shop like at a like you a certain point during the day. Mix young people. And yeah, old exactly. People. Afterwards, like they fucked. You go and come back to the shop. <laughs> yeah, or sorry, stay there. Too old. You'll get trampled in this stampede of <laughs> but, uh, people. Like <laughs> another for good thing paper. that came out of that was that checkers sixty sixty. Innovation that excites. Yeah. Apparently that a UCT get student. that sponsorship. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Yo, imagine we had and we could just order shit and that was uh, the lunch. That lunch. was the sponsorship. Yeah. We just, just ordered. 
Hey, yeah, if you're watching this, <laughs> now you know that's all it takes. This. Just a good real. 60 60 trip every time. But yeah, I mean, lockdown, lockdown, lockdown as well, dude. Like, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I think for everyone, you got a lot of time to sort of think about where you want to go and what you want to do. And, um, like before subculture, I wasn't necessarily in a, a like a, in, in the event space, like I wasn't throwing events, I was hosting events. Um, so for me during lockdown, I was like, you know what? Fuck, I've been doing this for like six, seven, eight, yeah, however long. <laughs> long time. And um, yeah, let me give this a bash, you know? Like, like let me sort of push my sound and, and what I'm trying to get out there. And you know, I had an idea for it. And during the lockdown, you, you, I sat there and, you know, you, you jot down your little ideas and stuff like that. And none of it was fucking implemented, but <laughs> <laughs> we did set this thing up and start you at least wrote it down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I still got the book. I should and and sometimes, yeah, just the act of writing it down, even though you don't exactly, necessarily yeah. implement that thing, like yeah. follows through yeah, subconsciously. Through and, yeah, because yeah. it's, it's, there. it's a step. It's a step. It's a step. So, I mean, as soon as we could, um, yeah, I'm, 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 I met up with Glass during the lockdown. Just Mike, during, during Mike our, Glass. Mike Glass, yeah. Mike during Glass. our permitted hours, of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, he wanted to do something similar and we spoke, uh, you know, a couple of beers, you know, it goes. Mm -hmm. Get the um, juices flowing. Get the juices <laughs> flowing. The cock breath, you know. <laughs> and then as soon as we could, as soon as we could get people in a room together again, I mean, we, we, we sat down and we're like, okay, let's just fucking do it. And um, yeah, that's when we started throwing the parties at movie on uh, first Thursday. And that was, that was really cool, man. Cause I was like, that room was tiny and, mm -hmm. it, and I know it was wrong and I do it from, but yo, we packed that place out and Erks used to sweat through. For the culture. Yeah, for the, yeah, for the culture. Know, <laughs> yeah, it was risky. And, but um, yeah, you know, people came through, people really wanted it. You could, you could just see like people were there and they danced all fucking night, man. It was, it was so good to see again. Yeah. Um, so yeah. After lockdown, some of those events that happened were like, Definitely some of Wild. the yeah. best that I have ever been to. Cause you can, you could literally like, you could see in every single person's face that I'm talking events organizers, the lighting yeah. people, the DJ, the people <clears throat> dancing, you could see in everyone's face that they were just so happy to be yeah. back in that space and to have that freedom to move, to dance, to laugh. And just to sort of like, yeah, escape from, especially after you've spent fucking however many months locked up in your house. <sighs> Exactly, man. Magical. I, I think <laughs> yeah. having the, flashbacks. The first, the first festival I went to after lockdown was actually my first, like, multiple day festival. Okay. Wow. It was 20, end of 2020. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was Rumors by the Lake. I think okay. It was, yeah, yeah. I think it was probably one of the, the earlier ones. Yeah. yeah. So, was you know. The one with the big TP. Yeah. Where, you know, where VIP normally is, like, on the elevated. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. no, where, where the TP, yeah, the yeah, chill area the, is. The, the cricket, where the. No, 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 where the. How the, the last. Okay. Where the last main stage was. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Got now you, it, got was, you. it was there, but it okay. was on the opposite side hmm. with a little like hut. And then, so, and then Cody it played. was there, but it was on the opposite Yeah, side. the stage was on the opposite side. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, facing yes, the opposite. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if you played at that one. I think I did. I think Cody I did. Cody played the sunrise set. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was my one of my. Actually, yeah, the first festival. I ever went to and the first festival after yeah. COVID that I think, yeah. Yeah, there was a string of them actually. Because um, everyone was like raring to go, like just give me yeah, the fucking freedom. I think it was just like the social interaction, like people just wanting to be around people. Yeah, like, 100%. Who are not your family members or roommates. 100%. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean like, 
Love my family, just, but... And like, <laughs> the thing with like the, oh, the, the capacity oh, events and stuff, yeah. it's just like, there's like, even where there's like restricted capacity on yeah. an event, there's nothing. I'm like a rock, like live. That's my, yeah, that's yeah, my yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. There is nothing better than a sweaty mosh pit. <laughs> like there is no better feeling in life than like head banging and just like bumping into people and just like having a time. There's like, just so you know like, that that interaction isn't going to lead to someone being like, hey, what the fuck are you yeah, doing, man? Because yeah, it's a mosh It's bit. wild, yeah. actually, how yeah. that happens, dude. And yeah, you just, you bump yeah, someone like, with a shoulder. A we're, we're all in a fight, fight and it's consensual. <laughs> it's exactly. love. Exactly, consent, it's, it's love. It's, it's everyone's love. having a good time. It's love. Sure. Yeah, if you look at someone wrong in a club. Mm. You see, that shit. Yeah. That's wild, eh? What do you think are the biggest issues at the moment in the Cape Town clubbing and party scene? Good question. Good good, good question. And I, I also said from I also from a perspective of like we need to talk about it so that we can fix it and make the industry better. Um, and also, yeah, any any opinion is a safe opinion. Yeah, I mean, look, like I, I can't say that there's you know there's 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 things wrong with it. I think the, the problems that exist here within the scene are probably very similar to the problems that oh, exist yeah. abroad. Um, I mean, uh, what? Well, <laughs> <laughs> Not an yeah, easy question, I, think, I, I think I think one of the biggest things for me personally is um, sort of the support um, and the way the events are supported. I mean, like uh, cover charges and things like that are there for a reason so that next time the production can get a bit better so that we can bring a DJ down that you might want to see so that we can play our local acts more so that, you know, mm. the scene itself can grow. Circulation. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I mean, you, you know, you come through, you support an event, you, you know, you, you pay your cash at the door and that essentially goes to, you know, improving that event for the next time so that we could give you something bigger and better. And, I mean, I think now... Yeah, I, I would. I would like to see the scale of productions go up, but that can only happen with you know. It's still, yeah, you need you can't have one without. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean that 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 for me. Look, we'll work on it. We'll get there. We'll. I mean, yeah, as things grow and. It's, it's, I think it's because too many people fucking ask for guest lists. Oh man. <laughs> Look, like I mean, it's 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 such a it's a it's a bit of a catch twenty two because like. The concert, I mean, also like having bodies through the door, having having a full venue, mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it also contributes to the experience. Um, but yeah, now it's just being, I suppose, abused a bit. Yeah. Um, so my, like, yeah. My theology is if you're contributing to something, you're justified in getting guest list. If you're just there to just yeah. be there and you just don't feel like shelling out 50 rand, 100 rand, 150 rand, however much it is, if you just don't feel like it, yeah. then that's a bit counterproductive. But for instance, in my case, I'll often, especially if it's someone who I know who's organizing the event, like a friend, I'll say like, look, I'll come through, I'll shoot some photos, yeah, edit yeah. them, give them through to you in exchange for guest lists for my girlfriend. And exactly. That. And I feel like that's a big difference. That's yeah. like value exchange. Yeah, as opposed yeah to a like, value exchange. But if you're just like, hey, hey I want to be no. a joke. <laughs> and my entire friend group get guest lists because we just want to be there. It's, and the, the thing is with it, like, the thing is with that angle is it's, it's just like, it's just disrespectful to yeah. everyone who's put yeah. in work to yeah, make it. It's coming out of their pockets. Because it's saying, You're stealing money, it's saying no, but it's also saying like, I want to be at your event, mm. but not enough for to me pay. to justify yeah. like yeah. 
actually paying any money for what I'm going to get out yeah. of it. And, Especially if and, it's like a 50 you know, rand door price. Because yeah. that's like yeah. the bare minimum. Like, that, yeah. 100, 150 and then rand. it like pisses me off. They'll, they won't, they'll get guest list and they'll spend like 700 rand at the bar. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why can't you just not have an extra two drinks? And if you're not aware, if you're not aware, that normally doesn't go to the events organizers. That goes to the club's bar or it goes to covering the bar. So, yeah. Think about it. It's it's like, in my view, weird because we are, we we usually operate with a guest list kind of thing as a subculture. Mm. But the only thing we ask for is sort of that duty share the content. Um, Maybe like once or twice. And then, I mean, through that, we reach a broader span of people. Yeah. And that's sort of the idea again, there. So, like, I mean, yeah, 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 that's that's still, yeah, that's an exchange. But, yeah, I just feel like people who are just like, yeah. just put me on there. You're like, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's a simple thing as well. Because, I mean, like, we, we want our mates to be there. Exactly. We do. And, exactly. I mean, you know, if the mates can't afford it, that's okay. Just give us a shit, yeah. bro. Yeah. Going and through, it, yeah. You know, it's, it's one of those things. There's so much nuance to it. Yeah. Like, that, to, you know, you can't be like, don't ask for guest list. That's just, yeah. you know, it's don't, too not, simple. Don't ask for But it's list. like, it's more like, think about the industry who, like the events industry has been categorically the most just left in the, like in the trenches through COVID. 300 million was supposed to go Jeez. towards entertainment and events. All yeah. disappeared. God. Oh, in a f- hole. The phantom cash. Yeah, the phantom <laughs> cash. Like, the and <laughs> and other, and it was the only industry that was it was the most limited industry in terms of restarting. Yeah, yeah, Obviously, yeah. like it makes sense mm. to a degree, but like that's an industry that deserves your support and people who have been, you know, really tr- trying through COVID yeah. to survive yeah. and like and and lots of people were on their ass yeah. like instantly. Mm-hmm. And for you to like, obviously, if you can't afford it and it's something you really want to be at, that's yeah. a different story. But like, if you can contribute, because as you said, exactly. it makes yeah. the events better. But it's also like an industry yeah. that has it had needs the worst. It, it three needs years. your contribution, and you feel like better ever. about yourself. It, yeah. And about the event, like, okay, I have like, obviously there's the worry that, oh, I might not like the event or I'm going to something else and I just want to pop in and say hi and yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. pay. I mean, it was just, yourself, uh, <laughs> also it's it, Jared raised a good point. It's the people that are like, Hey, can I get guest list for my entire friend group? And then each spend like 700 on the bar. Cause that's yeah. not, I can't afford to get in. That's just, I'd rather not pay because yeah. I'm not sure about your event. Like if you want to go to something, pay the price yeah. or, give a value exchange but um one other thing i want to say that sort of goes on what you were saying is obviously the events industry has been left in a bit of a shitty state and covid and the lack of support have really sort of not crippled it but sort of like taken it down to the ground but that also is and i'm seeing it and it will take time but it's becoming a very valuable thing because it's now putting the impetus on the people who are involved in the events industry. It's not like there's an outside source that's pumping money into the industry and we're just kind yeah. of like growing from it. It's being built by the very hands that are living it basically, which I think is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And I hope that it can continue. It's, it's <laughs> every crisis breeds innovation. And like exactly. it was a crisis for the events industry because all of a sudden there was nothing money. and no idea when you were going to be able to reopen. Um, and yeah, like I've got friends and people I've worked with in, you know, yeah, yeah, various yeah. festivals, whatever. And it's just like, 
they also couldn't even start planning six months or a year in advance because they had no idea. And some of these yeah. festivals take six months to a year yeah, exactly. or longer to plan. And it's like, if you can't do that, they like, and they were operating under the guise of, on the one hand, we might be like this for five years. We yeah. don't know. On the other hand, they could drop the regulations tomorrow, but we still won't have a, like a financially supportive yeah. job for a year because yeah, we've exactly. got to like, plan this shit oh we can have more than 10 people in the space you don't have to wear masks but yeah like what (laughs) what now but but what was good about it and what you were saying earlier is like there's so many i think that what i've noticed now is that there's so many like small parties that cater to very most like niche there's more specific niches that get catered to and those parties are growing as well and so now there's so much more variety for Mm, you as someone who enjoys music there's like within your taste there'll be like three different five different events that cater to different parts of yeah, what yeah. you like yeah. and and that's, different spaces that's spectacular. different organizers different yeah. djs new ideas new looks it's it's all and i'm also i'm a big fan of a small room it's um, it's, mm-hmm. just, it's just it's mm. just intimate intimacy is key so, so, mm. so keenan played at ghost yeah. about a month <clears throat> month ago at the, yeah. the human click yes human yes Clip. i was shooting you know it's done now yeah what the Ghost. venue? Ghost. It's done. Yeah. What rest in can peace. Can we talk about an official, an official what rest in peace? Was, what? Fuck Rawson. Oh, it's not yeah. Yeah, yeah, fuck Rawson. <laughs> can we have a can we have a ten ten seconds silence? Ten seconds. Yeah, silence no, actually, I'm, we're gonna have a moment of silence for Ghost. Yeah, Ghost. Pour one out for all. <laughs> can we just Ghost pour out for Ghost? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Um, but yeah, seriously. That venue, that space, I'm I'm so sad that that was the first and now probably the last time I will yeah, experience no, this place. Definitely lost, place unfortunately. Was fucking, it blew my mind. Yeah. Ghost yep. was. It was. We're gonna have a little moment for a tribute to Ghost. Yeah, this is gonna be now Ghost the Ghost was section. One of, I like. It was the most inf- like culturally influential space I've ever been in. Yeah, and open and welcoming and creative shout and out greg free shout out shout greg. out to greg you're a Smooth, fucking hero Abdul, Zolani, yeah. all the boys jeremy all jeremy homies, fuck. like everyone that was involved radio, in making it what it was really it was it was uh, the most wholehearted special thing. space yeah. and but going there after work for beer literally going there for meetings going there just to let off some steam going there to work going there yeah. to party going there to photograph the space was everything that you could want it to be. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was ex- it was like exclusive. Yeah. It was private. It was, oh, but not exclusive fuck. in any like oh uh, you're you a can't part be of this here. group. You can't be here. If it you was knew, just, you were in. If you knew and wanted to bring the right kind of energy to the space, yeah. like that was what it was. And mm. and fucking capitalist property developers <laughs> came you. in and like. <laughs> Stuffed over the most significant, the sacred space, space in, the most sacred space in Cape Town. Like, damn, <laughs> just an injustice of night. Anyways, that was a bit of a downer, but we had to see it. We had to talk about it. We had to talk. Like seasons approaching now, and I mean, more spaces like that are definitely needed. Yeah, you know. And I think that, in a sense, ghost falling is—it's <sighs> definitely not a good thing but it will be an inspiring thing because yeah. I think a lot of people will now be like, There's oh shit. It, like, it's a tricky thing to pull off, but it isn't impossible because yeah. it's been done. Mm. Greg did it yeah. um, and the whole Ghost team yeah. and the other radio. Let's now all as a community work towards creating more spaces like that where yeah. it really does do its best to cater to everyone. And it's not like a, it's a 
this it's that it's like that that's one thing i remember greg always saying and like i would overhear him talking to other people and i remember him explaining it to me but ghost isn't anything Mm. like it isn't a club it isn't a space it Mm. isn't this it isn't that it is whatever you You interpret it it to be and whatever you need it to be essentially which is Fuck. I'm getting emotional. Oh, it was really a room of requirements. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. Shout out. Shout out. No, but it was. That's, that's bang on. That's the best analogy I've heard for Ghost. It was a room of requirements. It was yeah. a room of requirements. Shut up when you needed a space. Yeah. And sure. it is now a ghost. And it is now truly yeah. profound, because Jesus. One, <laughs> we, dude, we were emotionally invested. That was, in that was like, all, like that was a bit. That was, that was from, from the, the fucking heart. Yeah, that was deep. Man. I felt that too, man. <laughs> oh. Yes, Jared. Sorry, we cut um, you off. Um, uh, playing, playing. And like Joburg and different mm. provinces. Mm. I wanna I wanna hear more about those experiences. Like So that was my first time actually okay. playing in another city, believe it or not. When was this? Uh so this was last last weekend. Um I went up on Saturday and uh flew back the Tuesday, which was okay. completely unplanned. <laughs> as you do. <sighs> as it goes. Eh? I've I've now learned this about Joburg. It is a... Uh, It'll keep you. It'll 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 hold you. Oh really? It'll hold you. Um, Did you go to the infamous? We did. We did. We did. Um, What is that? But in in you know like. <laughs> what they're, they're, they're clubbing district there. Yeah, yeah. They the sort of just ands, the club. The Carfaxes. Yeah. The, we um, yeah. We 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 went to go check it out. By the time we got there, they had already closed, though, unfortunately. Um, so I, I never got to experience uh, and or okay, or Carfax yeah. in its in its in in all its glory. Um, but we ended up at this. Uh, I don't know. I think it was called the third place. Beautiful irony. And I mean, uh, yeah, the the place opened at like five in the morning, which blew my mind. Opened. I was like, yeah, it opened. It opened. <laughs> the two of you in chorus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> Anyways, huh? Um, oh, I get it now. The third place is the, probably the third see, place, and yeah, it opens yeah. at five. That's so Everyone clever. Goes there Dude, it's and like, oh, now what? Now yeah. what? It's breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like uh, being in front of a new crowd. Playing and and I, I was uh, like the the set was received really well. I mean, a lot of people took to it. Um, I got to play. Uh, following, I followed Avi. No, Avi, Avi Saban, Saban, yeah. What a ledge. Um, he played such an amazing set. I had me uh, sweating a bit. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. And obviously, he's like one of the home faves. Um, and uh, yeah, like it 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 was such a great experience. It gave me a, a different sort of confidence. You know, like I mean. I was always sort of intimidated to travel and do this. I, you know, I didn't know if I would be deceived like anywhere else. I think it's because it's like all I know. Yeah. Um, but now I've got, I've got a little spring in my step, yeah, and I, I think, think I'm, I'm sort of willing to. So I mean, we've we've booked um, a couple more dates. Nice. Um, maybe trying to try and get over to Joburg or or PE. Yeah, there's quite a banging scene out there. Yeah, um, with, and then uh, what's it? Uh, Chalso. Yeah, man. Fabri. And yeah, then so maybe and then maybe travel Fabri. a bit with us. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think the experience all in all was it was much needed. What would you was. What would you say from strictly from playing one gig? Um, did you only play? Yeah, I, I only played one. Okay, so one. playing I one gig bite off more than I could chew. <laughs> no, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. <laughs> what would you say is 
just from that experience and it doesn't have to be too deep it doesn't have to be too much but what is the biggest difference playing in Joburg and playing in Cape Town um in a club in a club well I don't know uh, there, dude, like, I, you know, not to say anything about it. Say that is. Say that it is. We're, we're at the point in the podcast Look, where you can say what you want. Yeah, no one's listening. No one's listening. Everyone's either. Dude, um, look, the, 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 the crowds there, they come out, they plant themselves on the floor and they are there. Like they stay. They dance, they are singing, they are chanting, they are in. They are just just interlocked with you. Mm. You are on the same page all the way through. Um, it's not like if you drop a shit song, they walk off. You know, they're like mm. they're there for the long for the experience. Sorry, not a shit song, a song that they don't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah well, you know, like I mean, and they they they're open to a lot more. Like it's it's not just hey, we uh to just listen to one bang specific song or bang after yeah. bang. You know, they they there for the trip, man, and the yeah. it's um yeah. That's a good answer. Boy, yeah. do they trip. How much think, time do we have left? I think we've got on my timer, we have two minutes left. Oh, shit. Okay. Because well, we the intro should. and stuff. Uh, yeah, we do I think that, yeah, I think that that's a good point yeah. to, to wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, if you have any closing thoughts, please. Um, let's do more of this. Yeah. It's actually, <laughs> yeah. I think just, just to everyone, like, like platforms like this, I think like, it's really needed. Like the, the, the scene in Cape Town is, is, it's almost disjointed in a sense. Like there's a lot of things happening all over and um, it will be nice. Like with platforms like this to sort of tie it in, yeah. bring it together, you know, meeting new people, meeting fresh faces. And like, I mean, I think a lot more will come from that. No, of course. So, um, Oh, wait, big ups to you guys for doing this. Thank, Thank you. you. Oh. We're, yeah. we're much stronger in community and collaborating. Exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. We're all in exactly, the same exactly, boat anyways. Exactly. On that note, what a fantastic way Woo. to end the episode. <laughs> Thank you so much Thank for coming on. Thank it you was an absolute me. pleasure. Thanks, Jared. Thanks, Lorcan. Thank, Thank you, you for watching. Thank you. you yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, if you haven't, you have to go and like and subscribe the, to the episode because just do it. Follow Kong um, on all his socials. Follow Kong on all his socials. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Sweet.